All information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. You should consider the appropriateness of this information with regards to your individual objectives, financial situation and needs. Welcome to Sharing More Than The Sheets, a podcast to help you and your partner make better financial and lifestyle decisions so that you can both focus on the things that you love. I'm your host, Michael Curry, financial planner, green thumb, husband, and just dad. Should I be investing at the moment? This is a question I get asked regularly as a financial advisor, and it normally comes from two different angles. The first one is whether now is a good time to invest, and that's a bit of crystal ball stuff, which unfortunately I don't have, and no one really knows you know, what the market's going to do tomorrow, next week, let alone next year. So it's very hard to, to answer a question like that. The second angle it can come from is whether now is a good time to actually be investing money compared to saving money. And there is not really a single answer because everyone's situation is completely different. Now, in these situations, it's really important to understand goals and to understand what the overall strategy is because they're apart from just investing for the future there are other goals that we have could be travel it could be renovations it could be a car that we need to buy Um, it could be a medical um, procedure that we need to fund there could be so many different things that or so many different goals that are there along with investing for the future and investing for the future is also normally tied to goals which could be retiring Um, semi-retiring, retiring early. So understanding goals and being able to prioritize them really helps when asking the question, hey, should I be saving my money or should I be investing it? And this is where we start looking at the goals and working out, okay, what's short term? What's long term? Long term investing is normally children's education, retirement, semi-retirement. Short term is more like renovations, holiday, buying a car if you really need a car. So suddenly you could sort of get, you could see the angle that I'm coming from here. Um, And which is why I said there is not a single option or a single answer to to the question. Some people might have a lot of short-term goals. Some may not have any at all. Some might have a big surplus in their budget and they can afford to work towards their short-term goals and their long-term goals, which investing could be part of. Some people don't have any surplus at all in their budget and they really, really just need to put that towards some urgent short-term goals, which are much higher priority than something that's long-term. So once you understand your goals and you can prioritize them, it makes it so much easier again with this whole investing journey. At the same time, there is also the idea of opportunity cost. The fact that if you just keep putting off investing and you don't do it for a really long period of time, that the money that you could have invested could have grown over that period of time and that you're missing out on these potential gains that your money could have had. The other thing as well is when it comes to investing, you've got not just this gain, but also this this compounding growth over a period of time. The other part about it as well, unfortunately, is that markets go up and down, um, and that there are pros and cons um, to investing, as there are with saving, which I'll go through in a moment. The other thing as well is when it comes to investing, depending on what you invest in, you could face a penalty if you take that money out too soon. The benefit of saving is that your money is a lot more liquid, so it's a lot easier to access compared to money that's invested into shares or property. 
and you aren't really subjected to market volatility. So if markets go up or down, your savings are your savings. On the downside, however, as I said, there's the fact that you're missing out on potential growth um, if your money isn't invested, if it's just sitting in the bank account. Um, And there's inflation, which we've talked about in one of our recent episodes that all of us need to be mindful of. The other thing to take into account is your risk tolerance. So how much risk you're willing to take on as well. So the reason I ask that question is I regularly talk to people that are, you know, willing to invest, want to invest their money. But then we start talking about risk. We start talking about return. And suddenly we work out that this person, we work out together that this particular person that's come to me doesn't really like risk at all and doesn't want to risk anything or wants to risk very little. And suddenly the conversation shifts from, okay, I want to invest all this money into shares to, okay, I don't feel comfortable putting all this money into shares anymore. So understanding your risk tolerance and understanding how risky investments can be, and this is where it helps to have a financial advisor, understanding these things really helps because it then gives you some context and it gives you an angle to come from in a way to actually weigh up the pros and cons of investing versus saving. The other part about it as well is when you have money that's invested, there is no government guarantee. There's no guarantee that you'll get that money back because it's invested. There is no insurance. On the flip side, having money in the bank, there's a guarantee from the government that up to a certain amount, the government essentially guarantees that money so that if that bank goes bankrupt, they guarantee that you will have access to those funds. So then the question is, how much should someone have in savings and how much should they invest? Because you could probably get the idea that it's probably better to do a bit of both instead of just one or the other. Again, depending on your situation. And the question as to how much savings you should have comes down to your goals. It comes down to your cash flow. It comes down to your incomings and your outgoings. And the things that you need to really factor in is what you need money for in the short term. Secondly, how much you feel comfortable having in your savings as well. Um, We all have different versions of that figure. um, And essentially, it could be an amount of money that you'd like to have in your emergency fund. Could be $2,000, could be $20,000. We all have a different level of security and a different level of comfort when it comes to how much savings we want to see in our bank account. Once that is understood, you can then put together a strategy as to how much money should be invested how much should be saved, just to make sure it's in line with your goals, to make sure that you can still achieve your goals, short term and long term, you can still invest for the future, and you can do it in a way that's sustainable. As an advisor, I can explain two different scenarios that I've seen, two horror stories, both are on completely different ends of the spectrum. On one hand, I saw a client once that has never invested money in their life, And they had a lot of savings, like I'm talking a lot of savings in their bank account. And it was just sitting there. Now, it was sitting there because, first of all, they didn't really know where to begin. And secondly, they kept procrastinating. They kept putting it off and saying, yep, next year we'll look into it. Next year we'll look into it. Where deep down, they just just didn't know where to begin. And they didn't seek advice, obviously, up until this point. The, the, The issue that didn't really occur to them is inflation, is having money in the bank was not good because they had too much in there. That money could have been invested over time, growing. Uh, Markets had done well over that period of time. So there was this big opportunity cost. 
On the other side, I saw a client um, a couple of years ago, actually, and this particular client was over-invested in that they had no savings, they had debt up to their ears, and they literally just were just investing, 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 because they thought that was the right thing to do. Meanwhile, they completely ignored the fact that they had debts that they were paying interest on, they had no cash flow, so they weren't able to do the things that they would like to do. So they were essentially ignoring their short-term goals and focusing on their long-term goals. Now, this strategy had some issues because they had made a lot of money on one hand, but on the other, they had lost a lot as well. And when you sort of equalized it out, the growth wasn't substantial and they were taking on a lot of risk to achieve what they were you know, achieving, essentially. So again, it's very rare you see someone on you know, on these spectrum, right on the end of these spectrums. But you need to sort of ask yourself, where do you sit? You know, are you just saving money? You're not really investing when you could be. Um, are you over-investing? Do you have a strategy that's probably too aggressive for your current financial um, position? In this situation, I encourage you to talk to an advisor, whether it's me, whether it's anyone, it doesn't matter. As long as you talk to an advisor Get proper advice to have a plan put together for your overall circumstance, to have something that you follow. Will you stick to it to forever? Definitely not. Things are going to change. Goals are going to change. But this is where it helps to have a strategy and to have a strategy that's reviewed regularly as well, depending on your goals, depending on the markets. So to go back to the question as to whether you should be invested at the moment, the answer is it depends and it depends on your circumstance and the discussion that you will have with your advisor, which will hopefully give you a lot more clarity and direction as to whether you should have your money in cash or whether you should invest it. Thanks for joining us on Sharing More Than The Sheets. Please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases and feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit. Please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.